0: Hey y'all, welcome back to the Top Down Podcast. I am joined once again by my good friend Kung Fu Connor, and we've got another good one here for y'all today. We are going to be discussing the video game company known as 2K. But first, before we get into that, once again, I would just like to remind everybody that if you prefer to listen to these instead of watch them on YouTube, the anchor link is down below. If you want to come talk to us, there is a Discord link. And my good buddy Kung Fu Connor streams a lot, and his dis- his Twitch link is also in the description, twitch.tv slash Kung Fu Connor. On Wednesdays at 10 p.m., I join him in the streams if you wanted to come see us, but uh, if you just want to watch him, definitely go check him out. So we'll go ahead and get into 2K. Connor, would you like to start us out?
1: Yes, so a statement before we get into it is that 2K is... Also, a publishing company for video games, so they have their hand on games that maybe necessarily they didn't directly make, such as like the Bioshock series or the Borderlands series. Uh, we will still talk about those, but we want to just say like, you know, your list podcasts, and we're talking about Bioshock, and like, hey, Two K didn't really make that, or you're talking about Borderlands, like, hey, that was more of a Gearbox game than a Two K game. We know that, but Two K was still published them, and 2k is still on the box art of those games so they are included in this podcast in
0: our minds um i will say real quick i know that they were just a publisher for borderlands but they did actually produce or sorry develop bioshock
1: okay i didn't play bioshock i thought it was just kind of the same thing with borderlands i apologize
0: yeah no you're good that's one of the few games i actually have played so that's the reason why i know that
1: okay so, would, where would you like to start? Do you want to go straight into the deep end?
0: Or do you want to start with the smaller games, I should say? It's probably good to get the quote-unquote smaller games out of the way, the Bioshock, the Borderlands. Of course, they're not small, but I think everybody knows where this podcast is headed, especially if they've been listening to me rant on the podcast. I've been holding myself back for this specific podcast, so we'll, we'll finish with that. I would say we start with Borderlands just because I know that's one of your favorite game franchises and it's probably a pretty good place to start.
1: Yes. Another reason why we're putting this is because Gearbox really, you know, they made Borderlands. That's about it. So we don't really want to do a whole Gearbox podcast, but just thought it was okay. Anyways, (laughs) Borderlands has been one of my favorite series of video games of all time. I've played every single one of them uh, except for the Telltale series, Uh, but I did end up watching that on YouTube. So, obviously, Borderlands 2 is considered the best one. And then the pre sequel is probably considered the worst one. Uh, It was made by an Australian team at Gearbox. So, it's a little bit different. It's still good, in my opinion, but there is some balancing issues, as well as just some random little uh, mechanics that probably weren't necessary. Like, the pre sequel takes place on. The moon of Pandora. And, of course, there's no oxygen there. Because it's in space. So, they had a mechanic built into the game to where you got these O2 masks. And over time, your oxygen was depleted. So, throughout the whole game, you continuously had to get more oxygen. Unless you were inside of a building. And that was just a nuisance. It took away from the actual combat of the game. Borderlands is very much a run-and-gun type of game. Get in there, shoot, blow stuff up, and just go crazy. So when you take away from that, it's like, oh, shoot, I'm running on oxygen. Let me go to a little like air vent over here and take away take your character out of the action. It really deteriorated the gameplay. So with that being said, Borderlands is amazing. Because as they advertise, there's bajillions and hundreds of thousands. I can't remember the number if it was a million or a billion guns in Borderlands three, <laughs> but it's amazing how many options you have in Borderlands. Even with like the good weapons, you still have like a lot of viable or even OP weapons that you can use. And that's what makes it fun, is just going around and getting all the various guns. And seeing which ones you like the best, which ones, you know, do the most damage, which ones fit your playstyle the most. And it's a lot of fun going through that. Another thing Borderlands has going with it is the story. They have continuously made the story a little bit better each time, I think. Borderlands 3 was, I, I want to say, the lengthiest story of all four One, two, three, and the pre-sequel. And it wasn't heads and tail or heads and shoulders above two, but I do think it was a little bit better. But there were some things that did bring it down. So still great. I think they will have, I don't want to say the best franchise, like foundation to continuously build upon, but probably one of the best. Like, that can rival, like, a Call of Duty, an NBA, a Madden. Like, I think what they have built, they could continue to build on, and it will get better and better from here. And I hope they continue with this franchise.
0: So, before I say anything, and this is random, I was just going down a rabbit hole of doing research into 2K, and it looks like... They are owned by Take Two Interactive, which is the same group that owns Rockstar. So it's kind of funny because I know we already did the Rockstar podcast, mm-hmm. but I guess theoretically we should have put the two together. But that's OK. I, I, I didn't know that. I guess if anybody listening didn't know that, cool. Connor, you probably already knew that.
1: I knew they I knew Take Two was the parent company to Rockstar. I did not know about 2K.
0: OK, well, yeah, fun fact. There you go. Um, anyway, sorry. So for Borderlands. This is a a series that will forever be near and dear to my heart because, as I've mentioned, I am a newbie gamer and one of the first real, like, I don't want to... I keep using this word, quote-unquote, quality games because a lot of people discount the Nintendo stuff and, as I mentioned, I I grew up playing all the Nintendo games. One of the first, like, real games I got into when I hopped over onto the 360 was Borderlands. I played it with my friend. That was like the first co-op game i did where we spent a whole summer we played it it was awesome and so it will forever be nostalgic to me mainly for that reason um and because of that i still consider that one the best but it's completely based on nostalgia because i played the second one by myself and it just wasn't as fun because i didn't have a buddy i'm sure if i played it with another person then it probably would also be like you said the best one um so i just wanted to explain that mine's purely based on nostalgia there's nothing else it's not like i can have some deep defense for why the first game's better than the second game or whatnot um i have not finished the third game i started playing it school got in the way and then i just kind of stopped and then i've never played the pre-sequel or the telltale games um i i might play the telltale games at some point i played telltale batman and it was a lot of fun so i might do telltale Borderlands. We'll see. But anyway, um, other than that, I agree with a lot of what you said. I think it's a really unique and interesting universe. Um, They've done a good job of building the world. There's a lot of good lore. They can really only go up. And I know that a lot of people consider Handsome Jack like one of the best video game villains. So that, that definitely has, is something that's going for the franchise. I don't really have much else to say because you kind of covered it. I love the run and gun aspect. I love the fact that, like you said, there's so many guns. And I know that they can kind of seem overwhelming when you just start getting more and more. And you've got to be like, well, wait, I like this gun, but this gun's better. And that happens a lot. And you really have to decide, you know, how do you want to play? Do you just want to have a loadout of all shotguns and just say screw it, um, or do, do you want to try to learn how to use like a rifle or something? And so I, there's a lot of fun that can be had in it. So uh, yeah, that's uh, I like the gun system a lot because especially once you start getting the um, the like elemental add-on type stuff, where like they'll uh, the one that's coming to my mind. This isn't technically an elemental one, so I don't know why that's this is the one that came to mind. But in Borderlands 3, there's a gun where you shoot people and then when you reload. It You like throw it out and it becomes its own like mini robot sidekick and then it'll start shooting people and then it just like reappears in your hand. And then you have a buddy that's also shooting people, which is I, like whoever thought of that. Awesome. I love it. I love the creativity. That's just a random reference. But yeah.
1: So that is actually a whole company of guns. It's called Theodore and all of our guns when you throw them and there's ammo in the magazine, they just go
0: and shoot. There you go. See, and that that's the other thing. I am definitely not as knowledgeable about the universe as I would assume you would have been. If I'm not mistaken, haven't you played most of the games multiple times?
1: Yeah, um, I've played Borderlands 2 probably all the way through four or five times, three, probably two to three times, one, maybe only once or twice because I was a little bit younger. But uh, one thing, are you good on what everything you said? Do you want to say anything before I go into another little rant?
0: No, I think I'm good. I'll just comment okay. on whatever you say.
1: So another thing that I, I just want to clear up why I like Borderlands 3 better than 2. Uh, some people would say, oh, Borderlands 2 is better because of the story and Handsome Jack, which you have some valid points there. However, I really enjoy the characters in Borderlands 3. It has all of the characters, spoiler alert, I won't name names, but every character who is alive in up to Borderlands 3 is in the game Pretty much. There's a couple that are missing in the main story. But it has all of them plus the new characters. And I love all of them. Except for Amara a little bit. I don't like Asmara as much. But the other three I love. Especially Flack. You know, having pets again since you had uh, Mordecai and his bird Bloodwing in the first one. I love playing as Mordecai mordecai so being able to have another pet with flack in the third one was i knew i was going to him from the get-go so (laughs) that's why i like borderlands 3 the best is the characters are really good the character trees are really good in this and you do fight more vault monsters in the third one which i really like as well so with all of that combined it outweighs Borderlands Two having a better story and villain, even though Borderlands Three doesn't have that going
0: for it. I I guess going off of that, I should probably have mentioned as well. I played as Brick in the first game, and I know that they have continued to do like Hank style character in two and three, but they're not like Brick. Like my favorite thing to do was just he drops his guns, puts his fists up, and he just starts punching people that was so much fun to me. So that's another reason why I just kind of, once again, completely nostalgia. But I lean towards the first one because it's like, just drop the guns, put them up. And he just starts punching people. It's so much fun.
1: Yeah, there hasn't been that like just raw physical power since Brick. Of course, there's still been tanks, but I get what you're saying with him. And that's why I liked Flack the most because he brought back Mordecai and kind of improved on it, in my opinion, even a little bit. The next game we're going to talk about is BioShock. Jacob, take it away.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> um so BioShock was another one of the games that I first experienced on the 360 and uh it so I am more appreciative of story games now in my older age than i was when i was younger at the time of playing this it looks like the first bioshock came out in 2007 just for reference when i played it i know i was in middle school so just a little bit past its actual release date and uh though i truly enjoy the story now I feel like, I guess I quote unquote was robbed when I played it in a young age and I wasn't truly able to understand all of the philosophy behind the story. Um, For those who don't know, Bioshock is heralded for its story for it. It preaches the philosophy of, of objectivism, which uh, is this whole um, it's this whole idea about essentially the, the everybody's moral purpose is the, is one's own pursuit of happiness and that should be the idea of the government the idea of society and whatnot and so bioshock kind of just rolls with that and it once again at the time of me playing um i was just kind of like let me shoot stuff so like i didn't appreciate it as much as i do now but uh this was a while ago, but I, they did like a remaster when the Xbox One came out and I played that and I enjoyed it a lot more, um, mainly because of the story, because I'd already experienced everything else. So it was, I was trying my darndest to get as into the story as possible. And I guess if, if you're somebody who is a fan of story, who is a fan of phil- philosophical thought, that's kind of where I would say Bioshock is the game for you. Um, It it does raise a lot of questions and I know I'm being very vague, but there's a lot of stuff I could say that would be entering spoiler territory. So that's just, yeah, that that's my Bioshock spiel. It it has, of course, I know my, uh, my, my repertoire of games is not as as wide as others, but of the ones I've played, I think Bioshock is one of like the most well-written and thought provoking stories of a game I've played.
1: Yeah. So Bioshock is a series of games that I have never played. I want to play them eventually because I have heard things about the story. So that is one thing I think I can speak on is that even if I don't play a game and then people talk about it, I think that brings out how good a game it really is. Because some people will be like, oh yeah, this game is really good when it comes out and then it just kind of dies after a while. But Bioshock, like you said, came out in 2007 and people are still talking about how good it is. 14 years later so i think that just kind of speaks on how good it really is
0: and if you watch like a watch mojo list or the people on youtube and make lists and stuff or you could i I haven't checked this i really only watch youtube lists but i'm sure you could find lists on just a normal like a, a reddit post or something there is a bioshock twist that i see get put on lists for like best twists in video game history a lot so like that's another reason i guess to play just to experience that yeah, that that's really all I have to say about Bioshock. I just think it's a good game. They they made a trilogy, and it doesn't seem like there's any sort of uh, fourth game or spinoff or reboot or whatnot at any point coming. And I don't necessarily think it needs one. I think the original trilogy is great, and the remaster is essentially the exact same game. So like if you um if you want to play it on like the next gen consoles or something, I would recommend getting that. Uh, if you've never played the original trilogy, then you're perfect. If you have played it you're kind of just wasting 60 bucks because it's literally just the same thing over again. Minus there's like a multiplayer thing that they kind of got rid of, but uh, yeah, so that's the, I don't necessarily think there needs to be a future game. I just wanted to mention when you were talking about how you hope Borderlands keeps going. I don't think there's ever going to be another Bioshock game, but I don't think there needs to.
1: I think we kind of stick with the story games going here and we move on to Mafia. I think we've talked about it in previous co- podcasts before, um, I have not played Mafia 1 or Mafia 2. I have watched all of Mafia 2, parts of Mafia 1. And I have played Mafia 3 probably two to three times. I may have not finished the third time or the second, but I know exactly how it is all the way through. And they are good games. I wouldn't say that the best. Mafia 3 has some problems with redundancies as in go in this place kill this person to take over the area and then that's like how you get up to the second in command and then you go and kill the three second in command guys to get to the first in command and then you go and kill the first three guys to get the big boss guy at the very end so it's a lot of just going killing that guy so you can kill the next guy and then kill their boss, and then their boss, and then the final boss. Which is a little boring when you think about it, but it was still very intriguing to me, and it caught my attention even when I was playing through it. And it had some good DLCs, I thought. And Mafia 2 was still pretty good when I watched it. I didn't think it was like the best story ever, but it was still really good. And then Mafia 1, I haven't watched a lot of it, but people seem to have enjoyed it because they made 2 and 3 And it seems to have been a success. I don't know if there's going to be a four. It's been uh, a little over five years, I think, or right at five years. So there might not be one. But if there is, I hope it's a good one. But a little bit more on Mafia 3 is, I love that time period of kind of Vietnam War. I like the music in that time. I like how a lot of movies and video games portray that time period or at least like the stereo stereotypical of that time period. I know it probably wasn't the best time period ever. I'm going to stop saying time period, time period, time period, time period. (laughs) Okay. I got it on my system, but I liked the music in the game. I liked the characters in the game of mafia three and it was a lot of fun. So that's all I've got. I'm
0: done. Yeah. I know that we covered that in the rockstar podcast, I believe. Um, and I'll just reiterate that uh, uh, I never played the Mafia games. I played Allé Noir, which I know is like the discount version of the Mafia games. So feel free to call me a noob, but uh, I, I would agree with everything you said, though. I, I like I like games that and movies that take place in that era. I'll I'll use that instead of the TP word. Um.
1: <laughs> Wallpaper.
0: <laughs> i walked right into that one all right um so yeah there's not much more i can say about mafia but uh like you said everybody says the games are great so i'm sh- I'm just gonna have to assume that they are because i can't say anything otherwise
1: i think those are probably the biggest uh story-based games that they have going for them uh 2k that is so i would like to move into some multiplayer games And then get into the sports games.
0: Before you do, may I mention one that's not necessarily multiplayer, but it's also not necessarily story based.
1: Okay, go for it.
0: So, um, I have to give you a major shout out because you're the reason why I played this game. And I never even knew I would like this genre. But when I was trying to get into games, I was describing to you the type of stuff I normally like to play. And you were like, dude, try this. And then I did. And then I loved it. It's XCOM. It's XCOM it is a turn-based strategy game and uh, i know it's not for everybody because it's a uh, it's rather stale, rather thought-provoking. There's not action uh sorry, there's technically action, but like you have to wait in between and of course it's turn-based, so it's like i don't know, playing chess in a video game. Anyway, uh, 2K publishes XCOM, they don't develop it, but i just had to mention the XCOM games cuz like once again, not for everybody, but at least from what i can tell, that is the Best and most well known turn based strategy franchise that a lot of people have. Um, that's the one you first showed me to. Because of that, I have since gotten Other Side, which was like the new turn based strategy game that came out, I think, last December. That was really fun as well, but that's like besides the point. But yeah, because of you, I now like that genre. And 2K does XCOM, so I had to mention XCOM. Okay, I've
1: never played XCOM, so I don't know if I told you about that or not. I may have just because yeah, I knew it was just... turn based. <laughs>
0: Exactly. You, you, you were just like, I, I have no, I've never played this game, um, but I know it's the most popular turn-based game. You should probably try it, because if everybody else loves it, you'd probably like it. So yeah, that was the...
1: Okay. Well, that's actually a really good segue into one of the games I want to talk about, and that is Sid Meier's Civilization Games. Okay. They are also turn-based, and it is based off of building civilizations, as the title suggests of the games and it's basically like you play as this nation or country or popular figure in the country like India is Gandhi. Uh, Gandhi wasn't like the leader of India, but he's a very popular figure from India. So you play them and you build up this civilization and you can either play online people or people online, however you want to call it, say it, whatever, or you can just play against a computer and have various difficulties. But it's just a... Turn-based thing where you can, build civilizations went off science, religion, just taking over the whole world, or there's another one that I can't remember. Faith, that's religion, that's stupid. Anyways, they (laughs) have always been, if you like turn-based strategy games, they have always been one of the top games to play for that genre. It's a very aesthetically pleasing game to look at, I think, especially the newer ones. I know some people like five better than six. I think this latest one that came out was six or was it five? Yeah. Six came out in 2016. So people have liked five better than six. There's been problems. So I don't know exactly how much goes into that, but I do know it's a popular series and that if you enjoy turn-based strategy games, that would be one to check out if you haven't already.
0: Yeah. Uh, That's actually interesting because I went through a phase where, like, all I wanted to do was play Civilization, but I didn't have the money to buy it. And I guess I'm technically glad I didn't because I ended up not having the time to play games at that point. Uh, I know that one of the free games for uh, Xbox this month is Tropico 4, which, if I'm not mistaken, is one of the ones that people like to use to compare to Civilization. So I was going to wait till I got that, try that out, see if I like it, and then go for Civilization if I do. But yeah, everybody says it's great. Um, And uh, if it didn't cost money, I would have already played it by this point. But it was just at a weird time. We didn't have money.
1: (laughs) Okay. And then the other multiplayer game I want to talk about before we get into the sports games is Evolve. So, Ah,
0: yes, (laughs)
1: Evolve has been notoriously known as one of the biggest flops with games. It is a four v one DBD Friday the Thirteenth esque type game where there's one killer slash monster and then there's four people trying to kill that monster in this game. In other games, it's like they're trying to escape, but in this game, it's directly each team is trying to kill each other. And I loved the game. I really did. I had a lot of fun playing it, and I just wish that whatever problems they had they really could have fixed i was a little bit too young to understand the big problems in the game but i knew i still loved the aspect of that game and i could play it for hours on end and i still wish that it wasn't i i think it didn't get the respect or the attention and the love that it should have gotten i just wish i just wish it was better
0: um yeah uh evolve was the first aim i got for my xbox 1 when i first got my xbox 1 and uh it is i i know from being in the dead by daylight community the friday the 13th community and whatnot i believe the proper term is asymmetrical survival games um and they are really hard to pull off it, Way more of them flop than succeed. Uh, I know Dead by Daylight's a rarity. And it's because of how hard it is to balance an asymmetrical game. And so if I remember correctly, a lot of the complaints had to do with the balance. But I completely agree with you. I really liked the game. I was too young to understand that. That same friend I mentioned I played Borderlands with, he, we played Evolve together. So um, that was... This was... Okay, it's weird because once he left, I stopped playing the game because I it's, it is a multiplayer game and you kind of have to have friends to play it. Like, of course you can play online, but like at that point I didn't do that. (laughs) I just didn't like solo queuing. So I guess, you know, my youth also kind of killed that game, but the, I wasn't even more, I wasn't, I would never even known it was existed if it wasn't made by Turtle Rock Studios, who as everybody knows is who made left for dead. And as I've said on the podcast before, that's one of my favorite games ever. And uh, once I heard they were making evolve, I was like, well, they made Left for Dead, so it's going to be great. And then I got it, and then I got like all the DLC, and I made sure the company was well-supported. And uh, yeah, then the game's servers got shut down, and I, could, I can't play it anymore. So uh, yeah, that's my little rant on Evolve. <laughs> Hopefully Back for Blood is awesome.
1: <laughs> now, let's get into the, the big chunk of what everyone knows 2K4, and that is their sports games. Um, I think we should start on the two sports that they no longer make. Okay. Yes, Are I you good I with know that? exactly
0: what you're thinking and I think we okay. should end with that.
1: <laughs> okay. So, the two sports games that they no longer make is MLB and NHL
0: and NFL. Uh, they they've stopped making. i sorry, uh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know they okay, actually so used three. to make NHL games. So that's my bad.
1: Yeah, so they every single sports games is two K, and then the year it's dropped, and it's usually uh, preceded by NBA or NFL or NHL, whatever it is. But they also used to make MLB, NHL, and NFL or Madden or whatever football games. They probably making enough money on those games, and they said, "Let's drop these sports," or made more money and more the other three
0: if I'm not mistaken to return and uh, everybody was like, Ooh, EA, you're going to have to Everybody's been waiting for EA to make their NBA live again. So that way 2k has to either in their shorts, but um, that's besides the point. Anyway, uh, Mm -hmm. if I'm not, I know for the Madden one, it was just that 2k PA played more money for exclusive rights. And so 2k just kind of lost out.
1: Um, The other thing I wanted to speak on is that the baseball game, uh, there was MLB 2k and then the year it dropped. But then there was also a game called The Bigs, and The Bigs 2. And those games were the shit. I love those <laughs> games. Somehow can get your hands on one of these games and play it. I would highly, highly suggest doing it. Because I had a ton of fun playing The Bigs, and then later on The Bigs 2.
0: I never even heard of it. so that's I always like learning about new games, so that's awesome. <laughs>
1: So, now let's move into the games, or the sports games that they still make, and let's start with the smaller ones. Let's do PGA Tour first. I think it was only recently that they started doing this, because the big golf games used to be uh, EA, and it was the Tiger Woods games. And then Tiger Woods kind of went downhill, and they're like, hey, we can't really use him to market it anymore. So they stopped making the games and then 2K is like, hey, we'll make games now. Or we'll make golf games now. And then it kind of shut up. They seem to be fine. They seem to be, you know, decent golf games. I've never played one that 2K has made, so I don't have much to talk about on them or to say like, hey, this is good, that's bad. And I don't think No, you do either, um I was Jacob.
0: just looking at it. It looks like they're <laughs> they made something called the golf club in 2014 that got a sequel. And then the first ever like official PGA 2k blank was 2k 21, which just came out this year. And I know they want to make that into a series like they do with WWE and NBA. So I guess hopefully that does well, but no, I've met, the only golf game I have ever played is Wii golf and uh super Mario golf. So I can't really comment on this. Okay.
1: Okay. Uh, so then this might be a series that they pick up and continue on with. But the people who've played 2K21, PJ Tour 2K21, seem to have not been like too thrashing towards it. So maybe it is something they continue to do. Uh, the one that I do know they have been making for a while is WWE. And I have not played a WWE game since probably... 2009, 2010-ish. And I don't even think those were made by 2K. I'm not entirely sure. They may have been. Okay. But it was like the SmackDown versus Raw games. Ah, okay. I've watched very little of WWE games. I think I watched 2K20 a little bit. And, you know, you got to make your own wrestler, and you can take them online and do stuff like that. So it looked like a... It looked like it was trying to compete with UFC a little bit. The EA game, UFC. Yeah. So, I could see what they're trying to go for. I just don't think it was ever executed that well.
0: Okay, yeah. So, WWE Smackdown versus Raw was made by 2K. Um, It looks like that was their thing for seven years. And then um, after that is when they started doing WWE 2K blank, just whatever the main year would be.
1: Okay. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with Smackdown versus Raw because I played it with my friend in elementary school. Uh, We would do, you know, just us versus each other, or we would do World Rumbles, where it's like us two would start as number one and two, and then we would help each other get all the way to the end, and then we would fight each other. So there's a lot of fun stuff you can do in those SmackDown versus Raw games, which I'm sure they're still available in WWE 2K whatever years are there. Yeah, you can have access to like Yeah, everything. so I'm sure if you're a big WWE fan or you're a big fighting, not really fighting, but just – sports-esque type game fan, you'd probably enjoy it some, at least for a little bit. I don't know if you would get your full money's worth out of it in some cases, but you could try it if it's on a deal or for free one month on a PlayStation or Xbox or Nintendo game store somewhere.
0: That's how I played it. I want to say I got either 2K18 or 2K19 for free and uh, gave it a shot. It was fun. I didn't like... Invest my whole livelihood into it, but it was fun. Although I did just learn something interesting. So I remember when Two K Twenty came out, everybody just completely bashed on it. Uh, the there was just so many glitches. They like refused to fix them. I want to say there was some story about how they had to rush the development, and that's why it can't, it was released unfinished. It was just like utterly trash. And apparently, because of that, there was no Two K Twenty One for WWE. They're coming back with Two K Twenty Two, but instead they chose to solely focus on. 2K did this thing with NBA called Battlegrounds and it was a huge success. It's this NBA jam, jam style arcade basketball uh, game and they decided to do it with their WWE. And uh, I, I thought that that released alongside like a 2K21, but apparently not. They just fully focused on Battlegrounds and was like, you know what? 2K20 was bad. We'll just, we'll just halt and make a good 2K22. And I would laugh if you made the UFC comparison. They released a UFC game. I want to say it's every two years, maybe every three, but I know it's not a yearly game. Um, I would laugh if in order to try and make their game better, they also started doing like bi-yearly where they did 2K22, then like 2K24 or something like that. And then it truly came, became just like the UFC. That would just be funny. But yeah, uh, that was my only thing I was going to say. The, I know that 2K20 was extremely hated on. And I guess because of that, we didn't get a 2K21.
1: Okay. Well, I don't know what's going to happen there.
0: So let's move. It's 2K22 is in development. I do know that. I'm looking. Yeah. Rey Mysterio looks like he's on the cover.
1: Solid. Now let's move to the second half of the podcast, which I'm assuming will happen. Uh, (laughs) And it is NBA. Before Jacob goes on his rant, (laughs) I would like to say that This is probably one of the most popular games ever. And if people have complaints about it, it is not because it's a bad game. It's because they really, really enjoy it, but they just want it to get better. Uh, Okay.
0: Because EA, I shouldn't say stopped making. Well, because technically they did stop making. Then they came back and then it was bad. Everybody knows the competition makes somebody have to make their product better. So that way you're more likely to buy it. And because there's no competition for 2K, they've just gotten very lackluster with what they do. Um, even just today, I watched a Troy Dan video where he went back and he played the dunk contest in every 2K game. It got better the older the game went. Like, the one in 2K21 is trash. And then the older he went, he went all the way to 2K8, and it was, like, the best thing I've ever seen in 2K8. And so it's kind of like... And then also the whole... 20, i think it's 2k 15 16 and 17 are all the exact same layout then they changed it for 2k 18 but then 18 19 20 and 21 they all have the exact same interface so like they don't make things new and that's part i know the community complains a lot about there's nothing new and they just keep taking out old stuff because in the like 360 era games they had a lot more stuff in there than the next gen stuff and naturally you would think well wait a second this is next-gen. You should have more in next-gen because you have better electronics to work with and you have better... And I, I know that uh, uh, they've tried to combat that by saying, hey, we have to put a lot of this space into making the player-likeness look as good as it does and whatnot. And that like, kind of worked, but with the amazing hardware that's inside of the next-gen consoles, the PS5, the Xbox uh, Series X, I don't think that excuse is going to work anymore. Um, I know a lot of people myself included, <laughs> are not going to be buying 2K22 or at least not going to be pre-ordering it until we make sure that there actually is a change. 2K18 had a lot of people boycotting it. like People who make it their livelihood on YouTube and stuff had just stopped playing it. 2K18 was, at the time, the quote-unquote worst 2K. Uh, it was around the same time that like Fortnite became a thing, so a lot of them just went to go play Fortnite. Um, the that just seemed to be like a like a valley like a low and it was going to be better from there but uh 2K21 uh i can't i know that some people still do stuff because it's like what they have to but um a lot of them stopped or their content has been going back to play older 2K games instead of the current one just cuz it's there's nothing new like once of course it's a new game but as everybody makes the joke you paid 60 bucks or 70 bucks if you got next gen for a roster update <laughs> and it's just kind of a, like I got tricked into this and this is part of the thing that makes me upset um, next gen. So the current gen game was a complete reskin of 2k20, which I was fine with. A lot of us were, we were like, well, it's okay because they've been putting all of their effort into 2k21 next gen. That's going to be the big game. The changes from 2k14 current gen to 2k14 next gen were revolutionary for the time um they actually gave us new game modes and even though they reduced the size of the game because only had like three game modes um those game modes were very 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 in depth it was the the first inclination of my team sorry the my team we know today because my team technically came the year prior but It was very, very minimal. So it was the, my team we know today, it was the first iteration of my GM. So like the cycle that would start started then and it like worked. So everybody's like, okay, so for 2K21 next gen, they're gonna blow us out of our seats. And they told us in like Reddit posts and tweets and blog posts and all that jazz and like the marketing, they were like, everything is new, prepare to be amazed. And it just wasn't, (laughs) they, they, Brought old stuff back that had already been in the game, but then they did it poorly. And what I mean by that is they gave us the G League back, which was awesome. Everybody wanted the G League, but you can only play the regular season. You can't play in the playoffs, which, like, why have the G League? Like, imagine, I get that it's still cool to play the G League games, but if you're going to get invested in those games, why can't you see if your team actually is going to win? You just, oh, yeah, I finished with the best record. That counts. Like, well, I feel like for a lot of people, the point of playing the sports games is to get to the playoffs, is to get to the the time when the when you really start to get invested in the games and the like, it means something while you're playing them. So like, why, cool that you gave us a G League. Like, I'll give them that, but like, why give it to us if you're not going to give us the whole thing? That was kind of what I meant by like, they brought something back, but like made it worse. I think that the main issue is that of course they're a company that wants to make money money is the driving force which is perfectly fine they make the majority of their money through my team because everybody pays to get cards and every year my team is different my team is innovative my team looks new that's fine everybody that flocks to my team and plays the game for my team y'all are doing great the problem is in their move to my team they've stopped caring about the other modes um I am not as big of a park player, so I can't really comment. But from the people who do play park, they hate it. I, I can't necessarily. I know that there's a lot of it is because every year there's like a glitchy move and they never can balance that one move. So everybody goes in the park and does that one move and then it's not fun. That's pretty much all I can really say. I can't really comment about park. What I can comment about, though, is is my league. And for the majority of people who play the game for that, you give them 60 bucks and that's it. You never give them any more money the rest of the year. And I feel like that's honestly why they don't care. Cause we're not the ones they're making money off of. They don't really care if we're upset because they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna make a hundred bucks every time someone buys VC to do a pack opening for my team. That that's just my own personal theory. But I really wish that they would care because <laughs> my league is bad, especially this year, because they straight up were like, we're gonna do start today. And then we were all like, hey, a month in, where start today? And then they said, you know what? We're actually not going to do it. It'll be back in 2K22. Okay. They just straight up removed the game mode. And they refused to fix 2K share. You can't upload. I shouldn't say you can't because some people can. But a lot of people can neither upload no download the like created rosters, uh, jerseys, courts, um stay out of this new thing called 2k scenarios a lot of times when you do that the game crashes in the process (laughs) so it's like you can't even actually use the creative stuff that they gave us um and i wouldn't even say that's necessarily on like the development team because they did try to give us the ability to have fun and create our own stuff That's more on 2K, just not fixing whatever the bug is that makes it crash. When you go deep into seasons, I want to say KOT4Q did a video like a week ago where he he, um, was testing how many times the game would crash and at what year it would crash. And every time he got past like the second offseason, the game would just crash. But it would keep going as long as he didn't sign anybody in free agency. Then what's the point? (laughs) So I don't know. It's just like little bugs and stuff like that, that they won't fix even though we all complain about it i know the big one for um for park was they were trying to fix this bug that had to do with these like fadeaway threes and not ronnie 2k the other guy ld 2k he tweeted out hey guys we're working on the fix i promise it'll be fixed by 2k 22 and that was like two months ago three months ago when the game had only been out for like two months the, the cycle goes through August. Why would you tell us you're not going to fix it until the next game? What's the point of having us play this game? And it's never really been that big of an issue until this year. And I think a lot of people are like really starting to get upset about it. Because like why? <laughs> it's, it's almost as if they just don't care about the game. They don't care if we're happy with this game. They're just like, hey, the next game's going to be great. Buy that one. It really feels like they just care about the money. And I know we've had that conversation before where, of course, they're going to only care about the money. But like I that's one of the reasons why I like indie games or indie developers more at this point, because even though they care about the money, they're not as money hungry. And so I feel like they care more about if their community likes their game and likes to play their game and whatnot. And I just generally feel like at least with NBA 2K, 2K does not.
1: Yeah, uh, I have stopped playing NBA 2K games. Uh, I want to say the last one I played was 18 or 19. And it's just continual, the same thing. So I just stopped playing it altogether. Um, so I can't speak on the issues that they're still continuing to having, but I can speak on that. It was mainly on my end, it was just a repetition of a roster update. And the My Player game mode just got to become. It was too hard to get to be a ninety-nine overall, which I understand why that became a thing with the park being introduced. But once that became like you had to play hundred and fifty hours just to get up to a ninety-two overall, and then another hundred to get to ninety-nine, that wasn't of my interest. So once they did that to my favorite game mode, I didn't want to play anymore. So I didn't. I stopped playing the games.
0: Yeah, that. Uh, that's another thing. As everybody knows, MLB for the first time is on Xbox, and I am so happy. And the reason why I said it is because I know there were server issues when the game first came out. I've been dealing with server issues for a while, so I was able to deal with it. Thank you, 2K and Madden. Um, <laughs> and uh, I'm glad I did, and I'm glad the game is on Xbox, because I feel like MLB has just shown me what a sports game should be. And that just... Uh, I, I I was so... I, I'm almost mad at myself because whenever people would tell me 2K sucks, I would defend it. I would find something. I would be so naive and be like, well, don't worry, because next year they said they're going to do this and whatnot. And I truly feel like just this year alone, my eyes were just kind of open. And as I mentioned, I'm not going to pre-order 22. They're going to have to do something really crazy to even make me want to buy it. But I really feel like we should just take notes from MLB. Like even with what you were saying about the No More 99. I know MLB has caps and stuff, but like – i enjoy playing the games i enjoy doing that grind because when i do a good play or when i make something happen it rewards me for it in 2k you just kind of can pay for vc and then put the vc in the area where you want and then you're just boom you know you have 99.3 now there's like nowhere else to go from there i would love it if it was more of like a reactive kind of system where Every time I made a three, I got a little plus symbol next to me like in MLB. And then all this, after making so many threes, I actually go up a level. Like I feel like that would make it way more interactive where I would be more inclined to play. It just kind of gets old for me after a while when I play my career. And I've been grinding MLB, this, or Road to the Show, and it has yet to get old. I don't think it's going to get old. I, I, and I feel like it's truly because of that like interactive system where I feel like I'm actually leveling up my character instead of just like paying to level up the character
1: yeah 2k does have that with training i believe it's still in the newer
0: games right yeah you can go to i want to say it's called like the gatorade no uh the nike shop or the nike whoever sponsors the the workout arena and you can in order to get up your strength uh, um, acceleration speed the like uh, the physical statistics you can run you can do um like training and stuff Okay,
1: yeah, so they kind of already have it in the game. They just don't have it in the actual NBA game part of the MyPlayer. So I think they have the potential to do it because it's already in the game to where you do something and you get XP towards a specific stat. So they just need to put it in the actual, when you're playing in an NBA game or a college game or a high school game or whatever it is, during the my player's story
0: yeah be nice i i never go to the training facility just because it takes you like five minutes to do one exercise and it's all for like a a half of a point progression to whatever and you're just sitting there watching your guy do like i don't know bench press or something and you have to like hit a button i don't know it's like they 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 made the button a thing because it's like ooh a fun little mini game but i Okay, I guess I should also mention i don't I know that MLB does that too, but I purposely don't pick the upgrades that have to do with mini games because that's just not a thing. I don't really like the mini games um, so that that's more of a me thing that's not like a community hating the minigames thing, but I purposely try to avoid the mini games yeah I don't have anything else to say about NBA do you I think that at some point in that rant I covered everything um, i Even if EA, when NBA Live comes back, is terrible, I still think it needs to exist because I think that 2K will not fix their game until they truly feel competition leading to money loss. I think that all of the people who are threatening to boycott and not get the game are going to be drowned out by the people who still drop millions of dollars a year on my team, VC, and whatnot. And so I just, yeah, I... uh, that, that was just kind of the, the, the bottom line of my rant. I, I don't think 2K will be fixed until a true competitor rises and forces them to fix it. I mean, I
1: think that kind of wraps it up on 2K as a company. Uh, there might have been a game here or there that we, might, that we missed uh, that isn't necessarily the biggest game or the most popular game in today's era of video games. But that's all of my thoughts.
0: Yeah, uh, I guess the last thing I'll say is it. I promise I'm not as passionate about this game just because I love the game itself. I love the game of basketball. I'm very into that. So I guess if anybody listening is also a basketball fan, feel free to join the Discord. We can talk about that type of stuff. I just figured I'd mention that just in case. But yeah, uh, I hope 2K at some point redeems itself and is a good game again. Oh, actually, I totally forgot what I meant to what I was gonna say. 2K. 12, 13, 14 was like the prime of 2K. Those were like my favorite games. 2K 13, I think I still say is my favorite just because of the soundtrack. But like, if they can return to that era of game, I still go, I don't care about the graphics. I still go back and play 2K 13, 14, and 12 every now and then just because I love it so much. I, I would play that over 2K 21. But yeah, I, I just had to mention that. So that, that, that's kind of my last thing.
1: Was it 12 that had the Jordan moment?
0: 11 was the Jordan moments.
1: Okay. Then I would throw 11 in there as well.
0: Yeah. I, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't, I did not mind 11. I will say, I said, so I like 12 because so obviously we have retro rosters in the game and I don't mind that. I don't want you to remove them, but in 2k12, since that was the first year, they really did it. You had to play specialty moments to unlock those rosters. And I just thought that was cool. It gave Mm -hmm. extra incentive to play and use those rosters like you. You had to beat you had to beat Kareem's Lakers in order to unlock the Kareem Laker team. And I just thought that was just cool. I, I spent multiple, multiple nights playing those games to unlock that. And then 2K14 I put in there because they had the LeBron path to greatness, which I probably have played eight times over, where they had long drawn out stories on either he stays with the heat and creates a dynasty or he leaves and he goes to the Knicks and it's like he's creating the dynasty for himself instead of the dynasty for the heat and you can play both ways and you go until I want to say you get either seven or eight rings you have to beat Jordan and it's all about cementing yourself as the greatest of all time but all of the stories are like like the stories are really cool in both directions. The games are fun to play the rosters they create for you. Like it's very well thought out and you could tell they put a lot of time into it. And that, that level of commitment has never been in a two K sense. And I, I want that back. I want some sort of story mode where like, that's obviously it wouldn't be with LeBron cause he's at the end of his career, but I guess they could do something with like Zion or Luca or something. But I just, the LeBron path to greatness will, will is definitely one of my favorite game modes in a two K. Okay. Yes. All right. Um, Thank y'all so much for watching and we will see you in the next one. Please leave a like and subscribe.
1: Dosis.